In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. The Lord is with us. The truth, the reality of that simple statement is that which gives us hope and life. As we continue our prayer of the Mass, be aware of the reality of the words we speak, not an empty ritual, an empty gesture, but the words are true. Brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mystery. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. Let's do that one more time, because the words come so easily off of our lips and tongue. Let's do that one more time, emphasizing the reality the seriousness, the truth of what we just said. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned. Let's stop right there. I'm going to ask you to turn to the person nearest you. Maybe someone you know, it may be someone you don't know. Go ahead, turn to the person nearest you. We're standing why not take that person's hands? Just take that person's hands into your own. If you're alone, find someone else. Find a triad near you. Now, you may wish to introduce yourself or not. <laughs> One more time just as far as we got. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned. Okay. You're looking at another person. You are confessing to you, my brother or sister, I have greatly sinned. Now, you don't have to mention your sin. That's for sacramental confession, although... <laughs> St. Paul does say, confess your sins to one another. But the next part is equally important. I confess to, to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and what I have failed to do. Ah, oh. uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord. So let's do that. You just ask the person next to you and everyone in this church, pray for me to the Lord our God. Do that. You know you're holding the hand of a sinner. You don't know how great or how small the sin may be. 
You don't know the depth of guilt or freedom the person has from that sin. All you know is that God has called them here this morning, and they have responded to that call. They are here this morning seeking. Maybe they don't know what, but they are here to receive grace, peace, light, hope, mercy, and strength. Pray for that person. As the Mass evolves, prayer becomes the norm. In a moment when I say, let us pray, you'll continue to pray for that person and to receive the prayers of the other. As the Mass continues, we receive grace upon grace. And so at a certain point, when we're invited to offer a sign of peace to each other. It is because we've continued to pray for that person throughout the Mass. I give you a new commandment. Love one another. As I have loved you, so you should also love one another. This is how we all know. This is how all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. The Gospel of the Lord. And what greater love can there be than to pray for another person, to offer, particularly at Mass, a time when we so often think, oh, it's all about me. God, here are my needs, my wants, my prayers. To offer that time for another person. I hope you haven't stopped praying for the person into whose eyes you looked, the sinner who told you they want your prayers. <laughs>